podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. Hello, hello. I'm Matt. Not really sure how I'm supposed to respond to that. I just wanted a new intro. You know, I thought it'd be exciting and fresh. <laughs> so is that like your new thing? Yeah, I guess. Okay. At least for one episode. Okay. I'll allow it. Hi, friends. This is Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. And we're rating, I don't even remember what I say anymore. We're it's rating and reviewing the, what? It's been a minute. Yep. This is the podcast where we rate and review all episodes of Adventure Time from the very beginning all the way to the end. Matt? Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. How yeah. about you? <laughs> are you? Yeah, it's been a crazy few months. Has it? Yep. Tell me everything. Well, I think our last episode came out in October. Yeah. <laughs> it is now January. It's true. Our bad. So um, I was just thinking about how, um, oh, the, the, I mentioned to you the other day that um, there's something I wanted to mention at the beginning of the podcast, and I'll remember what it is. You do? Yeah. Great. You remember at, on the season four finale, I said I hate cliffhangers? Yes. And I left our audience with one. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry about that. Uh, are you, Matt? Are you? I am. I feel very bad. Our holidays were lovely. Yeah. For the most part. My sister came from Colorado. It was awesome. She has two rad kids. Yeah. I was thinking, Matt, maybe we should have Gigi come on for an, for a, for a, an episode. That'd be awesome. Get a kid's perspective of a yeah. kid's show instead of two 30-something-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, yeah. like, kind of interesting. Yeah. She'd probably be like, this is a weird show, guys. Probably. But she's a geek, so it works yeah. out. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's like us. She's one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we went and saw Scream today. Yeah, the new Scream movie. It was lovely. Yeah. Loved it. We recently had a marathon of, like, the first four Scream movies. Yep. We watched them this summer. Mm-hmm. And then we watched them again prior to watching this, the fifth one. And yeah, I appreciate that we did that. Me too. It really, it made this movie an emotional roller coaster. It did. It was, it was pretty awesome. We saw these four characters, or three characters, age so much between five movies, and we watched them all in a short amount of time. So it's like crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really lovely. Also, we were both. Very sick through most of December, so that's yep. one of the reasons we didn't record in, in December. Very true. Very yep. true. Not COVID, <clears throat> just, luckily. Yeah, just sick. Just both of us have just been... I have I was sick twice in December. How crazy is that? Same. Yeah. It was crazy. Yep. And we even took a long trip in November uh, to see Matthew's parents, and we brought a microphone with us, had every intention of recording, and just didn't make it happen. We didn't. We're the worst. So anyway, we hope everybody else is doing well. Yeah, we're just glad to be back. We're excited. So today we're going to finish up season four, uh, do our uh, rankings episode that we that we do traditionally with each season. And then our next episode is going to start the longest episode or longest season of all time. Yeah, 50 something episodes in season five. So it's stressing me out. I know. Matthew, I'm having anxiety about this. Oh, it's going to be fine. We'll just trudge through it. It's just going to be like doing two seasons. I mean, at least it has Up a Tree, which is one of my favorite of all time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Season five has some of the best episodes of the whole series. Sure. Yeah. So there's that to look forward to for sure. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. And also, like, we thought about just jumping right into season five because we took so long to get to this one. Mm -hmm. But guys... The season rankings episode is my favorite episode to record. Yeah. Yeah. This is like an event for me. I love it. Tell me more about that. Why is it an event for you? I just love Why do you lists. like it the best? I love making lists of top things. <laughs> I do like top, like those like ranking, you know, like at the end of the year when like all of the radio stations are like, top 100 songs of the last top year. Top 105.5. Blah. Yeah. That one. The Hawk. The Hawk. 105.5. Ah! <laughs> You like how I added that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, so I am. I am like really kind of excited to do this um, as well. But yeah, it's just been a little bit. Yeah, we might need a refresher on what some of these episodes are at this point. Are you kidding me? I know everything. Oh, I, I know that. My brain is a steel trap when it comes. Wait, what show are we doing again? <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, is like a temple of doom. Your brain, you have the, the, so you know on Ted Lasso, 
mm-hmm. when he's talking to the soccer player or football player and he's like, be like a goldfish. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Goldfish have memory of 10 seconds. That line reminds me of you. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It tracks. You know what? It has its moments, though. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Sometimes I want to forget things quickly. And yeah. it happens. Pop. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Well, um, so what you can expect from this episode is not just the season four rankings, but a catch up on um, our listener feedback, including one of our friends of the pod. He did an amazing job of ranking all of the season four episodes. And I love how uh, they put it together and some really wonderful comments. So we want to make sure to share that feedback as well. Absolutely. By the way, thank you guys so much. Everybody who sent in listener feedback via email or um ratings on apple podcasts or, or by voicemail Face- or mean, the facebook which has been dormant dormant Matt. i apologize <sighs> should we get started let's do it all right welcome to the season four rankings episode bum, bum, bum. that sounded ne- those are both negative sounds <laughs> how's that there we go much better <laughs> all right so matt should we like alternate or something yeah let's do that yeah let's do that Okay, so number 26, we gave episode number two, Five Short Grables. This is where it goes over five different stories, all centered around common theme of the five senses, and Cuber is the person that hosted this. Yeah, so this is in dead last for us for this season. That being said, I don't hate this episode. I think it's got some funny parts. I just want to comment that I think there's very few episodes on here that I didn't like. And it was really challenging for us to actually rank these. Yeah. We went out. We went to uh, a local bar. <clears throat> we got some burnt uh, pizza. Burnt pizza. It was okay. And beer uh, or two, three. And we ranked all of these. And it was just our tradition. And it was awesome. So anyway, number 26, five short caribals. What's next, Matt? Next is number 25, episode three, Web Weirdos. Which I hated. But this Bobcat, one you do hate. I think this is, Bobcat is why it was not 26. Yeah. Because I think he made it. His voice is lit. This episode has the gross out factor going for it straight up. Like yeah. the, the egg sack of gross. spider babies at this. the uh, Number 24, In Your Footsteps. <laughs> And this is where a bear befriends Finn and um, Jake becomes jealous of the bear. And there's like this whole backstory of the bear being uh, part of the lich's whatever story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pretty forgettable episode. Again, not without its charm. But comes back to play later on. Yes. Love. Yeah. Also, we learned that the Enchiridion is not like just some like handy book. It's like legit has stuff of importance. Yes, that book itself is such an important piece of the series. Is it? Like the entire series or the current? Well, like the first half of the series at least. Okay, yeah. Yes, it does. If somebody remembers it coming into play later in the series, like season six onward, let me know. Okay. Because I can't remember. Uh, Number 23 is Hug Wolf, which was episode eight of the season. After an encounter with an alpha hug wolf, Finn transforms into a beta hug wolf. It's up to Jake to break the curse. Okay, this is so this where one. like their hands turn into like little hearts. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so interesting. It's pretty funny. Yeah, you know, good parts. Um, funny if forgettable. Yep. 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 Um, twenty-two. Dream of love. Dream this of is love. Where tree chunks is courted by pig, um, and people are grossed out by their overexpressive loves. But they can just go screw because love is love, brah. Yeah. This episode makes the people of the Candy Kingdom look like jerks. Yeah, But dude. maybe it's just like, maybe this is just a, a wholly foreign concept to them. Sure. Which yeah. is, I'm going to give the episode the benefit of the doubt of that. Regardless, just wasn't that enjoyable for us. Number, wait, when are we on? 21, Ignition Point. Finn and Jake disguise them as flame citizens and sneak into the Fire Kingdom. Basically do a Hamlet. Or is it Hamlet? I think it's Hamlet. Hamlet play to, you know, thwart a plot to assassinate the Flame King, who is also a baddie. But it was a cool episode. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. This one, uh, we both enjoyed it. But, but like, 
there were just other episodes we enjoyed more. It's always fun to hear the Flame King's voice actor. Yeah, 100%. Keith David, Brad. Yep. Also, it really was about Finn and Jake, mostly Finn, going to the Flame Kingdom to get things for Flame Princess because he done love her. And yeah. And it's awesome. It's funny, going back and watching these older seasons, I I didn't remember Flame Princess being such like a, a big part of the series for so long. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, th- I thought that like... The major part of her and Finn's story ended in season four. I was completely wrong. It goes yeah. on for a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaking cool. I love yeah, it. I love it too. I really like Flame Princess. I, I think I too. resonate with her. I think that's why. And she's one of my favorite characters. Easily. Yeah. Totes. Uh, next for us, number 20, Princess Monster Wife. This is uh, so when certain body parts fall off ooze many princesses, Finn and Jake Decided to confront the Ice King, who turned all these body parts into one princess for himself. And it is a tragic love story. Totally. This episode has actually got me in the feels a little bit. Yeah. It's a good story. You know, again, you know, I probably, I bet you I said 40 times in the episode layers. Like, we're, lear- we're, we're establishing layers of the of IK, and he is just kind of a an interesting dude and um you know feel for a guy who's lonely and then as we learn more about him throughout this season it it just ah gets you in the feels for mm-hmm. real couldn't have said it better myself number 19 burning low it's interesting that we although we really like flame princess some of the episodes featuring her were maybe towards the end yeah. Um, not because we didn't like them, but I just think there are other ones that were better. Well, you know, what's funny is it was the same deal with um, Marceline the first season. True. The yeah. first one or two seasons where some of her episodes were, were rated lower for us, even though she's a character we both love. Yeah, absolutely. I think both of them have cases where their episodes just get better throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. <sighs> Number 18, and I'm surprised it's hi- it's as high up on the list as it is. For real, yeah. yo. I was just thinking that. Bimo Noir. Yep. Bimo goes on the hunt for Finn's missing sock. And we learned that Matt actually likes Noirs. I know. Oh, it drives me crazy. It was so funny. As I recall, sir, you were like, <laughs> I hate Noirs. And then by the end of the episode, you're like, do I love Noirs? Turns out I love Noirs. Who Turns knew? Turns out you do. Accurate. I learn more about myself with each episode, and so too do the listeners. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> For better or worse. <laughs> yes, that one. Uh, number 17, Goliad. Princess Bubblegum um, begins to fear her mortality, so she creates an internal sphinx named Goliad um, to be her successor. What's it, Don Juan Terry I'm Don Tempo. Juan Terry Tempo. I love that. Yeah. So funny. So good. So good. Also, Finn has a kid now, and against his will. Yeah, a kid who's eternally trapped in limbo. Yeah, right. Haunting stuff. Sadness. Yep. Yeah. Good episode. Very quotable, and also a very disturbing ending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next is number sixteen. Beyond this earthly realm, after Finn touches a mysterious lamb statue, he's transported into the spirit world. And uh, the only person who could see him is Ice King. This episode is a lot of fun. Yeah. Really funny. And also, it's it's where you see what Ice King sees all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And Which is terrifying. So I feel horrible. so bad for him. Yep. Oh, poor guy. But also, like, this episode's equal parts tragic and funny. Yeah. And that, I think that's what Adventure Time does best. Yes, 100%. Uh, number 15, King Worm. Finn and Jake themselves trapped in their own subconscious by the King Worm. Voiced by Eric Estrada. Very uh, fun episode. Lots of trickery. Just yeah. neat. Neat episode. Love it. I love the creativity of this episode. I love that it can be as trippy as it is while still maintaining a story. 100%. Because some episodes later on in the series, I think, like, they can get really trippy and just kind of stay that way. And they're very, um, not neurotic. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Heady. <laughs> like, they're very philosophical. Yeah. This one stays very grounded in its story, but still manages to get kind of crazy with the visuals. I, I really enjoy it. Cool. That's all I got to say. Number 14. <laughs> Number 14, Reign of Gunters. So after stealing a demonic wishing eye that IK had, 
Gunter creates clones of themselves and creates chaos. My favorite part of this episode is one of them breaking glass, but two where they build a giant Gunter out of Gunters. Yeah. That was my favorite That was part. awesome. That reminded me of like the Megazord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good episode. It's yep. fun. Yep. So next one is number 13, uh, Return to the Nightosphere Part 1. So Finn and Jake awaken with amnesia and the dreaded Nightosphere. This is one where, um, you know, Jake has a banana and he's asking people what this is about. And people yeah. are like, yo, man, this episode's great. I is love- it because the bananas come out of their ears? I can't remember. I think they vomit bananas. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow. So <laughs> this episode's a lot of fun. Just like the first Night Sphere episode that we had. It's awesome. Visually, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I love that part of it. Any episode set in the Night Sphere is going to end up, you know, in our likey list. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, number 12, Daddy's Little Monster, part two. <clears throat> After discovering her father tricked her into turning into an evil demon, Finn and Jake attempt to save Marceline. Jake learns a disturbing secret of the world's bananas. Which we already told you. Spoilers. Jeez, Matt. I know. Gosh. <laughs> but this one gets more into the relationship between Marceline and her dad. Yeah. Hunts and Abadir. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Love it. So it's more of the same from the last one, except this one has a little more of the father-daughter story going on. So that gives it just a little bit of an edge up. Next is number 11, Princess Cookie. So Finn and Jake are sent to rescue a hostage. Hostages from a rogue cookie baby snaps. Um, Yeah, we loved this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, super heartbreaking one. Another heartbreaking one. Yeah. I've always found the end of this one to be um very bittersweet. Mm, 100%. Like the, the fate of Baby Snaps. It's, I clubbed uh, up. Hmm? I clubbed up. up. It's a great episode. It. Yeah. Baby Snaps is a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, this is equal parts hilarious and sad. And you get lines like, Elvin's hot, hot juice box. Elvin's hot juice box. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that alone makes this episode high up on the list. Yes. But yeah, this is classic early season adventure time right here. Yeah, I agree. I really like it a lot. I think that what is rich about it is how it ba- carefully balances the adult themes of it and the humor and still has a quality episode. 100%. No. Okay, so now we're on our top 10. Oh, top 10. And with our top 10, we're going to share a little bit more detail about what we liked about it. Yeah. So uh, number 10, episode 23. Hard easy. Oh, yeah. Group of river scamps ask Finn and Jake to protect them from the mega frog, their predator. This is one of those cases where an episode that kind of gets looked over a lot by, I, I assume, fandom. This one, for me, is just one of the funniest episodes of the series. It's super great. Um, And what I think is great about it, the dialogue is lovely. The river scamps, like, whoever wrote the dialogue for that or, like, how they came up with it, crowdsource it, whatever – as the writers, like, was so great. And then on top of that, like, this misunderstood prince, essentially, <laughs> you know, who is this mega frog who's just trying to, like, get some kissing on so you can, you know, be released. And then the voice. Just like, the ultimate this joke. Added, yes, this added layer of the voice of this dude is just, like, incredibly hilarious. This and so, is rad. Yes. Matthew, and and it's just so funny, and I just think, like, it's layer on layer on layer. It's not just, like, one level the whole episode, or even just two. It's just, like, it keeps escalating, and so, I don't know. I just really found this to be great. This is the blood under the skin episode of this season. You know the one with Sir Slicer? Yes! That's this one, 100% for season four. Yeah, that's Sir Slicer episode, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's... Always going to go down as one of the funniest I mean, we ever. still quote that along- On like a daily basis. Yes, along with, I'm not married. I'm not married. <laughs> so many. And like, this is, yeah, 100%. This is right up there. Yeah. Number nine, hot to the touch. Holla. So Finn develops a crush on Flame Princess and tries to get to know her, which proves difficult due to her destructive and uncontrollable power, which I believe um, the season three finale led into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, great episode. I yes. love seeing like the robot that Neptor builds and stuff like that. Um, this one's just like a great story driving episode. Yeah. Seeing Finn so infatuated. Oh, it's just, this one's awesome. I think what's cool about this is that 
here this is a this is a pivot for Finn and we see him infatuated infatuated with uh, PB for so long and this is like another growth opportunity and so what I really like about this episode is it's the beginning of that and yeah we rated some of the other ones lower and I think the reason is not because they weren't great episodes but because they weren't this episode um one of the things I really like Adventure Time to have done is create and I know that like there's there's the hilarity or there's like the complication, the fact that she's like this flame and um, unable to, you know, like they can't be, be, uh, create that physical intimacy. And so they have to be intimate in other ways. And I think that's what those other episodes do. Um, you know, for example, Finn like giving his life for her so she can like not be put out. Right. And mm-hmm. like being willing to give her that oxygen or, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things, but um, I think, the like this episode or other episodes are cheapened by the you know where they're going back and they can have Waff Lambo put on the you know the cold spell or whatever so they don't get burnt up. It's like well that that lessens the the uniqueness of this episode the 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 problem solving that they engage in. Yeah. Um. But I ultimately love Finn and Filling Princess together. I understand he globs it up, future state, but you know, this is this is cool for now. Yeah, one hundred. I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. Episode eight, we get or excuse me, number eight, <clears throat> we gave episode number twelve. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and this is uh LSP's all a uh, tell-all memoir about men. Basically, um, it's how to get a guy in ten days. Yeah, lumpy space uh, princess style. Really, really uh, love LSP in this. Also, this yeah. is prime LSP where she's not living with her parents. She's living in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And it's so fabulous. It's so, it's like our our people are maturing. And as they mature, these are those like silly 20-somethings adventures they go on. And yeah. I just think it's beautiful. This is every early 2000s romantic comedy. Except, yes. there's only, except that it's a 100% one-sided romanticism. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I love that about it. And um, just as a side note, uh, I ordered so they um, Funko now has an LSP in the garbage, like in the garbage bag with the um, the fruit jelly around her lips as a as lipstick as a Funko pop. And I ordered it and it is not released yet. Coming soon. Can't wait for the end of the month, February to to like get it. I'm just really excited. Number seven. Is episode 15, Sons of Mars, which, by the way, I'm very surprised that it ended up this high on the list for both of us. I know I like this episode a lot. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if, if it was going to be your jam or not. Yeah. Um, you know, Magic Man is definitely like a acquired taste. And I think that what's cool about this episode is that we are building out beyond the land of Ooh. And this really, um, there's a lot of really interesting story plot lines and character development that happens in this episode. And what I really think about, I, I, I like what happens. I like the, the, the humor. I like the, the storytelling. I just think it's really solid. Yeah, me too. And it's got lots of funny lines like tiny magic or my new prison is shame. Mm-hmm. You got the character of Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I know you're not a big fan of this interpretation of Lincoln, but you know he goes out like a champ in this one. He sells self sacrifices. Yeah, uh, there's there's nothing I dislike about this episode. For me, this is like at the end when when we ask each other like, what did you like or dislike? This is one of the ones where I'm like, there's nothing I dislike about this yeah. episode. It's just 100 percent fun and funny. <clears throat> Very cool. Number six, we gave uh, episode 19, Lady and Peebles. So this is where Princess Bubblegum, Lady Rain and Corn, go searching for Finn and Jake, who have been missing for three weeks after fighting with the Ice King. Um, this is where Ricardio Heart Guy comes back and who actually was um, Ice King's living heart and had tra- um, was trapping them with the hopes of marrying <clears throat> PB. This episode is so fabulously like crafted. Um, what I, what I appreciate about this episode is that one, we have the wonderfully talented George Takai coming back, um, to voice Ricardio. We also have this beautiful exchange between Princess Bubblegum and Lady Rainicorn. 
And we have her, um, what I thought was so clever about this episode is that Lady and PB engaging in episode, in, in conversations in, in her traditional Korean, um, voiced by Yang, which was really neat how they just have that relationship. And then also the viewer doesn't feel left out. Yeah, that's just something about the storytelling of this episode. Totally. And I and I think that is such a a careful craft that Adventure Time was able to do. And um, what I think is cool about it is that we also learn that Lady is pregnant at the end. And um, Jake has this wonderful line of, I'm puppies. Or- I'm puppies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which I totally think is rad. I think that's the line. Yeah. I think it is. Awesome. Any other thoughts about that one? You said it all, honey. That that was perfect. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal episode. Great storytelling without all of it having to be said through dialogue. Mm-hmm. Number five is You Made Me, uh, which was episode 20. When Lemon Grab upsets the Candy Kingdom and demands citizens for his isolated castle, PB sends the pup gang. Oh, yeah. This episode's awesome. It's hilarious. This is a great follow-up to the first Lemon Grab episode, and it's not quite as obnoxious as his first one. Yeah, you know, I don't know how thrilled, and guys, I didn't listen back before we did this about my opinion about Lemon Grab before, so I can only view it from the, you know, 2022 lens, January 2022 lens that I have now, but... Like, Lemon Crab is, like, straight up annoying initially, but this is such a cool episode. This is the accountability episode for PB. Yeah. This is like, hey, you made me, you developed me, and I am lonely. Help me, you know, and his way that he knows how to ask for help. Yep, just, and he says just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And that's that opens up PB's eyes. Yeah, yeah. So it was great, yeah. Love it. This is a Love great it. PB development episode. There's a, there's been a, there was a lot of great Princess Bubblegum development over the season, like yeah. more so than any season we've seen before this. She's a freaking tired. It, it really makes you grow to love her as a character. Does it? Love her more as a character. I think it just develops like <clears throat> we learn more about her. And then also like she's being held accountable for things that she's done in her past. I mean, we're still seeing her like. I can't remember which episode it was where she like was like cutting things off of like characters and then like reattaching them and like you know or like the 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 skeletons in her closet or the way that she was trying to like <clears throat> manage Flame Princess you know she had knowledge but she wasn't willing to share that and problem solve with others she took ownership the fact that she made Goliad right mm-hmm. who turned out to be freaking like cray cray and like dictatory and wanting to just like kill everybody right yeah. like that speaks volumes of what her potential is and what if not carefully harnessed what she could do yeah you see that like a lot of her decisions are what she thinks is better for the kingdom mm-hmm. but they're not always like morally sound decisions like she's going completely based on her own morality but she doesn't have anybody really Telling her that this is wrong or this is right. You know what's really interesting? You're seeing a lot more of that this season between this and Princess Cookie. Yeah. Yes. Like the Princess Cookie episode, man, that really opened up a lot. Like that was like, so she said you could be anything you want. And this, you know, princess, you know, wanted to be a, a, a wanted, wanted to be a princess. And he he was seen as a tyrant. Rather than hearing and listening and working with, you know, and it's just, again, like, how do we, can we be held accountable? The other thing that I think is so fabulous is that the story of Goliad and then when she makes the Griffith out of Finn was the exact equal. Yeah. Right? And so that could check Goliath's. Um, power. And what I think is really interesting is that Finn creates balance. Mm-hmm. He creates balance in Ooh. And interesting. without Finn, that like PB could go unchecked. Yeah. Right? Right? I don't know what that means for Jake, <laughs> but I do <laughs> think that Finn is that balance that's needed. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a little more to dig into this season than we initially... I love that, like, going back and thinking about these episodes, like, the season as a whole, we're seeing kind of the bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. The writers of the show are probably like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I do look forward to watching this this series in completion, seeing how things play out. Yeah. I really, I really can't wait. Absolutely. I, all I have to say is it wraps up beautifully. It's, I'm it's really great. excited for that. I think you get the next one. Oh, sorry. No, you do. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, number four, who would win, which is episode 21. Th- I was looking forward to this episode all season because this is, for me, one of the funnest episodes of the of the whole series. Cheat. Finn and Jake try to fight a monster known as the farm, but after they feud, they end up beating each other up only to get a visit from the Dream Lord. The train. Yes. Can you please do your train? He's gonna voice? smack you down. I love it. Your caboose <laughs> is mine. Oh, I just popped my ears when I did. That. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, oh, my voice just <laughs> spiked on the microphone. I love this it. This episode is endlessly quotable. I totally. love the Dream Warrior. I love the feud between Finn and Jake. I love the farm. This episode's perfect. <laughs> I love I, it. It's just so much fun. Yeah, totally. And what's Okay, what's even funnier is here you have these, like, two dudes who partner together who are, like, supposed to be, like, the adventurers of the land, right? Yep. And they, like, totally get smacked down by the farm. And and then, like, until they fight dirty, that's when they win. Like, it just cracks me up. Yeah, there's there's no moral to this episode. Nah. This one is just turn your brain off entertainment, and yeah. I have absolutely no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Good stuff. Yep. All right, we're getting down to our top three. Woo! All right, number three is episode 25, I Remember You. So this episode is all about IK and Marceline, where they create a song. Marceline tries to get the Ice King to remember who he really is. The episode reveals that Marceline and the Ice King knew each other during the atomic war that occurred uh, a thousand years previous. But IK had to leave Marceline because he's going crazy because of the crown. This episode got me in the feels. It's heartbreaking. It is 100% heartbreaking. And um, just such a fascinating episode, story, world, all the things that it's building. Uh, look forward to to seeing this play out more and thankful for the picture that, like, the careful, the careful handling that the writers did. Like, how cool is it that they are, built like, creating these building blocks? I think one of the things that Adventure Time does really well when they have a broader story to to tell like they do really great one-off episodes but then when they have a broader story to tell they do a really good job of having a great foundation episode than building upon it and this is one of those build upon it episodes because we know more about ik and marceline than we did previously and what i i appreciate about it is like you know we saw that in this in this this season, right? We had uh, Hot to the Touch, and then we had other episodes related to Flame Princess, her family, her father, you know, Finn and her relationship, Wah Flambo, Jake, whatever, right? And so we saw that build up. We are seeing a slower progression about Marceline and the Ice King, maybe because the writers didn't know where they wanted to take it. So they're like, let's put punch this really slow. But regardless, Every glimpse they give us, every peek we get into this is just so magnificent. Yeah. And this episode can't, like, it's just lovely. Absolutely. And, like, the slow reveal over this episode of just how heartbreaking the story actually is. Who would have known the Ice King that you saw for the first time in season one, Mm -hmm. this goofy little man, that his backstory was this complex and emotional. It's, It's just amazing. And Tom Kenny, who does his voice... You know, you used to him, like he. You know, he's the Goofy Ice King. He, he did SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, hearing his voice as uh, Simon in flashbacks in the series, mm-hmm. it's a heartfelt and emotional performance. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. I I can't wait to see what more we see yep. and see how this further develops. I know that this just it, it just is is lovely, lovely. One hundred percent. I keep saying that. Yes, Ugh. you do. So do I. Hundy. Hundy percent. Hundy. You're up. Next opponent. is our number two, which is episode, which is, I believe, the finale. It's the finale. Yes. The Lich. Finn has an ominous dream about the Lich and sets off with Jake to warn Billy. I this didn't is, know that Ron, Pil- uh, Ron Perlman did the, the voice of the Lich. It doesn't even sound like Ron Perlman. Nah. He does a great job. Does. Um, This episode is awesome. This is, uh, again, like, this is bigger story episode and it's very well written, very well paced. A lot of action, mm-hmm. like not just comedy, 
It's one of those episodes that puts the adventure in Adventure Time. Ah. Uh, but I, I love this one. It's a lot of, it's a lot of good. <laughs> <laughs> what I think is cool about this is that it, it, there's callbacks. There are a lot of, um, you know, hidden nuggets that if you didn't pick up on it before or learn rules before that you wouldn't know until you like learned about it. Things that just blew my mind. I, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was lovely. I think. Um, I think I am partial, although our number one would say otherwise, I think our parsh- I am partial to those episodes that are world building. And this is one of those. Also, Billy, can I, I can never get enough of Billy. I think Billy is amazing. That character is great, even though we knew that this was, you know, we learned that this is not Billy. Regardless, love that character. Yeah, me too. And it's really sad to see him go after, totally. after this one. Like. Um, and that's a permanent death in Adventure Time. Like you know, Boo. there's real stakes here. This is a this episode. This episode is the first of a three parter, mm-hmm. and I think it's like one of the highlights of the whole series. Yeah, it's really great. Very cool, Matt. What you n- ready for number one? I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. Drum roll, please. <laughs> and the number one episode is episode fourteen, Card Wars. Card Wars. Finn and Jake play Card Wars, a tabletop game in which Jake becomes overly competitive. Now, if 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 I remember right, this is one of the first episodes we watched together where you loved this episode. Yes. Like when we weren't watching the whole series together, we just watched like a handful of them at once. Yes. This is a perfect episode. It is. There, there it is. Ugh, I don't even know what to say about it. It's great. It's quotable. I flooped the pig. Mm-hmm. I do not play such games with Jake. <laughs> So good. I what I especially appreciate about this is I know I've said that like 14 times with every episode, but what I really think it's cool about this episode is we are seeing different sides of our characters. Yep. We are learning about little vices or little like character things that they have or flaws or whatever. Also, Finn isn't stupid, right? Like yeah. I think we have this kid who and I don't think I thought he was stupid, but just like he is thoughtful and smart and strategic, and we didn't have like a a pretty strong glimpse of that before. We knew he was was clever and able to to manage himself in a fight. Yeah, it, we, we see him quick on his feet a mm-hmm, lot. Mm-hmm. But this is a different. This is different, you know. And it was so fun and also unexpected. Yeah, and we see. Finn, Jake, and BMO all on the top of their comedy game in this episode. From like Finn's flipping the pig, BMO flipping the skateboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not play such game. Oh, right, if if this were a real attack, you'd be dead. To Jake's overreaction over everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know, th- this episode, I think a lot of um the top spot in like a lot of our lists for like the seasons is our enjoyment factor. Like, what episode do we want to rewatch over yes. and over again? And yeah. that. Is this episode 100%? I know I said it again. I'm trying to stop, but I keep saying it. Um, I could watch Card Wars right now and be like yeah, totally awesome, too. like happy. It It's great. It's great. It's a great episode. Like I don't bypass any flaws of the episode. Like, you know, there are some that were like, oh, we totally love this. But there's like these little things where like you conveniently forget, forget mm-hmm. for the joy of it. Um, but this episode, I could go back to again and again and be happy, even though I know the outcome, even yep. though I know what happens. It's it's lovely. You watch this episode anytime. Yep. Yep. Hands and that's down. that's why it's our number one. Yes. All right. Matt? Yeah. What was your favorite finism of the, of the series, of the uh, season four? For anybody who doesn't know what a finism is, it's just like a weird expression that Finn makes during a given episode. Which there are many, and I love it. Yep. And they're great. Mine is I flooped the pig from Card Wars. Wait, what? Yeah. That was mine. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can say mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoops. Matt can't read. I can't. I cannot read. But mine is good. But I flooped the pig is great, right? Because, like, I know we don't need to, like, explain it. But, like, with Card Wars, it's just... <sighs> so funny because it's unexpected right it's great it's just a weird line yep 
one that we like from Princess Cookie is Alvin's Hot Juice Box. Alvin's Hot Juice Box. Yep, Finn's what? sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wh- who's Alvin, and why does he have a hot juice box? Right, and who's Don Juan Terry Tempo? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. I need answers. I need right, answers Since we've as read well. each other's favorite, Finnism. Oh, my goodness. My bad. Um, who was your favorite single episode character? The train. Oh, shocker. From... <laughs> Um, who would win? This guy's hilarious. He reminds me of Macho Man Randy Savage from the old wrestling days. Oh, that totally makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, I think my favorite single episode character, if I'm going to be honest, and and it's more than one, but the River Scamps. I think they are so funny. Yeah. The writing for them was great. I loved them. I thought it was clever. I'd like to watch the, I would like to watch a series about the River Scamps. Me too. Those guys are great. Yep. All the lines were hilarious. I loved how it didn't sound like they're reading any dialogue. They're just like saying stuff on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have a tie for our favorite song. Yes, we do. Yep. Bacon pancakes. Make it bacon, bacon pancakes. pancakes. Make some bacon, bacon, then you put, put it in, in a pancake. pancake. Bacon pancakes. Yep. That's yeah, our favorite. There you go. And apparently Hugh Jackman's favorite. He loves it. He yep. has on at least two occasions recorded and put them on either Insta or Twitter. Yep. It's great. That's why he's my hero. I love it. So great. So I'd love to hear what other people thought uh, about like their top favorites of season four. Really great, really great episodes. I think we have a lot to work with here. Oh, yeah. They're, th- I think this is the hardest season we've ever had to rank. You think so? Among the first four seasons. Maybe. It's, I think it's between this and maybe season like two or three. I think season two is pretty tricky, season but two? they're all great. I think season two had some amazing episodes, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Matt, mm-hmm. we have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. What? Yes. So, one of the things I wanted to share is um, Hunter's. Uh, Hunter is a listener of our show since like the very beginning. And he took some time to put together back in August because he was worried that we would, that we were speeding towards the finale. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel so horrible. Hunter, please accept our se- sincerest apologies. But, we did not get it. We were not on our game, and you were. So maybe you should do this episode, do this series. But it, regardless, um, what I love that Hunter did was he created some categories. He created five different categories, and then he captured the different episodes into these categories. So the first category was unacceptable. Like, how would Lemon Grab say that, Maddie? Unacceptable! I can't go that high anymore. The episodes that I considered to be bad, like I only watched them during a rewatch. Check. Please. The okay or average episodes. Sham wow zow. The good episodes. I enjoy these episodes for what they are, but I think they're in the bottom half of all episodes. Mathematical. These episodes are great. These are upper half episodes without a doubt. The highest honor goes to algebraic. And these are episodes are unforgettable. And so we're going to read through his ratings based on these different groupings. Sound good, Matt? And by the way, if any, if this is anybody's first time hearing hearing a um, rankings episode, Hunter's rankings are always well worth listening to because it's a lot of fun. A hundred percent. And not only did he rank them, but he put like really cool little blurbs about why he thought they were good. Absolutely. Real quick before we continue, I need you to entertain the audience for like 60 seconds. Oh, fun facts. So a fun fact of Matthew... Is that he only likes to eat things, when he has to eat things with a spoon, he will only use it with a big spoon. Little spoons creep him out. Another fun fact about Matthew is that he really hates macaroni and cheese. In fact, the other day, I was eating macaroni and cheese. He left the room until I was done. And then my empty bowl, he carried at arm's length. So he could bring it around to the sink so it didn't he didn't have to have any risk of smelling the bowl in the room that we were watching TV. Another fun fact about Matthew is that he almost always wears a hat. Matt hates his hair a lot. 
And so anytime we leave the house, a hat is always to be worn, and even sometimes in the house. I trust you've only said the best things about me. Of course, Matthew. Excellent. Do you want to read the episodes that fall into the first episode, or first uh, category of unacceptable? I would love to. So his number 26 is Hog Wolf. Mm-hmm. says, there are 274 episodes of Adventure Time, and this is in the bottom five for sure. Number 25 is Web Weirdos. Just an underwhelming episode. Bobcat Goldthwait is the only good thing that comes from this one. Hey, we agree on that. Yep. Hunters, check, please. In your footsteps, I hate the bear. Dear Glob, do I hate the bear? <laughs> yes, Hunter, we agree. You and me. Tight. The fact that all this horribleness at least ends up to the return of the lich is the only reason this one isn't unacceptable. Uh, the Hard Easy, very forgettable. Aww. Dream of Love. I thought Adventure Time was a kid's show. I guess boundaries don't exist when you're in love. (laughs) 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 Who would win? Compy's Castle is legit. Oh, man. (laughs) He said legit. I love the Dream Warrior is Matthew Broderick. The rest of the episode is a real kick. In the two shiny golden apples ripe enough to bite. Um, (laughs) I I disagree with you on that one, though I respect your opinion, sir. Of course. The next category is Schmauzow. Number 20, Goliath. Wait, did I say Shamwowzow? You sure did. Oh, why did you say that? I don't want to. I don't want to correct you. You should have just done that, you weirdo. Shamwowzow was great, too. <laughs> so, Shamwowzow, number 20, Goliad. Average episode with an extremely accurate depiction of raising a toddler. It is now time for either hostess saying, punch your buns. I'm a punch of your buns. I hadn't seen the whole thing. I'll get the, I'll get the lyrics. I'm a buff baby that can dance like a man. I can shake in my fanny. I can shake in my cans. I'm a tough tootin' baby. I can punch in your buns. Punch in your buns. I can punch in your buns. If you're an evil witch, I will punch you for fun. Awesome. That's for you, Hunter. <laughs> All right, Maddie, what's next? Oh, number 19, Lady and Peebles. As amazing as George Takai's voice may be, Ricardio is the worst. He is. Oh, my gosh. He is a, <laughs> he's a gross concept for a kid's show, but I do love how Bonnie dismantles Ricardio. The ending is what keeps this one from falling into check, please, territory. Oh, yeah. And the next one, Gotcha, which is number 18. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. LSP is on point, but this one is just another filler. All I want is more LSP and Turtle Princess talking on the phone. <laughs> a whole episode of that does sound pretty awesome. Yes. Number 17, Princess Monster Wife. I loathe how Finn and Jake act throughout this episode. I'm curious about how anatomy works in this world. It is a weirdly beautiful episode about self-image, and it's always great to see Ice King happy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Hunter. You're so lovely. That's so great. Yeah. Number 16, Beyond the Earthly Realm. Ice King is just fantastic. Wizard's eyes are a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Number 15, King Worm. What a trip of an episode. It's a modern day, the more you know, PSA. <laughs> and number 14, You Made Me. Lemon Grab is a phenomenal character. When he yells, you made me, you're my club. It absolutely wrecks me. Do you know what's better than one Lemon Grab? Two Lemon Grabs. <laughs> I love it. Uh, his mathematical grouping or mm, category includes Return of the Night is Fair, my least favorite of the Night is Fair episodes, but it's still a great episode. Adds a lot in under world building, and the ending is a really good twist. Daddy's, I agree with that. Daddy's mm-hmm. little monster. I'm surprised that they would eat bananas if they work with sentient bananas. Hudson Abadir is a strange quote unquote man. Honestly, how is he her actual dad? I totally understand. I agree. And I'm curious too. They never really get into it. Was he a human at one point, then became a demon, or was he always a demon? I've read a few theories, but I'm sure, pretty sure the show leaves a lot to the imagination. This episode is another showing of just how selfless Finn is. Dude should be dead, and how many times he sacrificed himself, but he is somehow, somehow still kicking. Yeah, he's like one of the Winchester brothers from, from uh, Supernatural. Totally, <laughs> yes. Next is Princess Cookie. This would be top 10 episode in most other seasons, but barely missed the cut here. It's fun to watch Jake, quote, risk it all for what is morally correct. Not something we see from him too often. So true. Um, Finn is as lawful uh, good as he has ever been, right? Yeah, there's a lot to this episode. Yep. Five Short Grables is number 10 for him. 
Um, I had the hardest time placing this episode. It started closer to top five, but slowly fell the longer I worked on this. I need to keep it top 10, though, because it's such a memorable episode, even though it's not necessarily amazing, and it spawns the future Grable episodes. We get our introduction to football, Gunter's uh, stinky booty, and and the smash it, Mm -hmm. these lumps, the worst reaction to a sandwich, and an award-winning high five. I 100% agree with that. The award-winning high five was pretty legit. Yeah, me and my nephew used to like run across the room and give each other that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Also, this show has an obsession with sandwiches. Um, sandwiches are great. Sandwiches are great, but there's a lot of sandwiches in Adventure Time. Another fun fact about Matthew is he rarely ever makes a bad sandwich. Thank you. It's for yep. all my years as a sandwich artist. Yes. Number nine on Hunter's list is Son of Mars. I love world building, especially off-world building. Magic Ben's backstory is so rich. Oh, I can't agree with you more. Mars is super interesting, and I honestly want more. And now it's time for uh, everyone's favorite segment, Matt's Theater. This is a segment where Matt reenacts a part of the episode for the audience at home. Today, he'll be reenacting the monologue from Tiny Manicorn. Take it away, Matthew. I gotta go on to Google real quick. We'll wait. I am the true coward, hiding from sincere expression like a vampire in the nude who hides from the light. Thank you, brave hero. I was freed from bottle jail, but my new prison is shame. My new prison is shame! <laughs> I love it. It's a great job, Maddie. <laughs> Thank you. Number eight, Reign of Gunters. Silly Goons. All of the Gunter stuff is great. It's funny how successful he is at taking over the Candy Kingdom, but the Ice King storyline is really where it's at. Of course, the man reads JT Dog Zone because he is so desperate to find love that he'll resort to any and all advice he can receive. I could watch IK get into some crazy whiz biz any day. And of course, a line often quoted but rarely understood. Wizards only fools, keep it tight. You don't want to do it in IK voice? Wizards only fools, keep it tight. (laughs) I can't quite do Ice King's voice. I love it. Number seven on Hunter's list is Burning Low. I love Flame Princess and the Fire Kingdom, hence why the episodes revolving around them are near the top of the list. It's nice to see Finn and FP's childlike infatuation really begin to blossom. Oh, I 100% agree. Um, Even if it feels doomed from the start, I really need to hear... Oh, uh, I really need to hear all 15 tears. The season really pushes the adult humor to another level. It only took 94 episodes for Finn to finally express himself. And I feel like it's real growth for the character. It signifies just how much he's grown up since season one. How could I forget the birth of the epic known as Bacon Pancakes? So simple, so pure, a song we didn't deserve, yet something we can't live without. Like Batman. Oh, my gosh. Hunter. You're so on point. We are watching yet another episode that showcases the uh, complexity of Bubblegum. She is often frayed as the, quote, bad guy, but she is just as much a victim of her own situation as her citizens are. Bonnie might be the most complex character on the show. Finn pulls a Finn and saves the princess and and then leaves us with a great ending, wondering if PB is actually jealous i love the point that you made where um pb is the most complex character on the show mm-hmm. that's very very well put yeah 100 percent. oh my god that we're gonna have to delete every 100 percent, and half the episode's gonna be gone <laughs> we're about to say 100 again yep um ignition point happy 100th episode just as the light of an episode keith david is an absolute gem uh this one is really similar similar to son of mars a bunch of world building very interesting new characters to fill out the world yeah Hot to the touch. What a great answer to a a great cliffhanger. FP is my favorite princess. um, And the show failed to utilize her more than it did. I totally agree with you. I agree too. Mm -hmm. It is fascinating to watch how hard Finn tries to do what is right and how it can clash with um, his heart truly wants what his heart truly wants. FP is so infantile in her actions because being locked away for most of her life, you can see how she tends to act more like her father in the beginning. But the longer she is away from him, she grows as a person. If I had a never-ending pie-throwing robot, I would love it. Treat it with care and be crazy fat from eating all that pie. Oh, you know I would be. Oh, Hunter, that's so thoughtful. Yeah. Our, ne- our, le- our next and final um, 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 ranking is algebraic. Number four, Card Wars. This episode is an ugly color on Jake. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows a Jake. Someone that you do not play such games with. For me, it's my wife because I will never play Monopoly again. Even with an unsavory Jake, this episode rocks. Card Wars looks awesome. I have the app and play it from time to time, but to actually play this in real life would be very satisfying. I just like that Jim... Jim? <laughs> Who's that? Jim? That new character? 
No, the classic Adventure Time character, Jim. <laughs> I dislike that Finn throws the game, further rewarding Jake's bad behavior. 100%. It, it yes. was nice to yes. see him bring yes. Jake back down to Earth at the end. Yeah, can't agree more. I hate a sore loser. Yes. Uh, number three, Bimo Noir. When hmm. Bimo tells a story, Bimo tells a story. Bimo-centric episodes are some of my favorites. The story is really intriguing and really nails the noir film aesthetic. The names and weird phrases like red hot like pizza supper mm-hmm. are why Bimo's the best. Number two, The Lich. What an absolute bang to end a season on. Just another instance of Finn trying to do the right thing, but being duped because he's such a nice guy. The season did a great job of foreshadowing a lot of events that led to this bonkers ending. I love when franchises play with parallel universes to see a kid's show do it so aptly. It warms the heart. I love Prismo and somehow didn't realize the mention he gets before this viewing. So are we just going to act like Buko is not Keeper from season one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Buko. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, I agree with you. I was like, isn't that just Buko? Keeper, I mean. Oh, if somehow they aren't the same guy, then Buko, Keeper, and Dorlord have to be the same species. Yeah. I just assumed that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. At first, I thought, I was like, oh, it's just a very similar design. (laughs) (laughs) I guess somebody in the animation department got lazy. Number one, I remember you. Adventure Time is at its best when they give us a peek into the past, specifically Simon and how he became Ice King. This has to be one of the most emotional and heartbreaking episodes of Adventure Time. To see Marceline try to get any real memories out of Ice King is very reminiscent of someone suffering from Alzheimer's. The flashback at the end showing how Simon cares for Marceline is fantastic, and it really sets the stage for what we get to, to see about Simon, Marcy, and their past going forward. Uh, by the way, season five has uh, another equally heartbreaking episode coming up. P.S. Look up scientific parasites in, in Adventure Time. I had no idea that was a thing until reading about this episode. And so I googled uh, science scientific parasites are a group of creatures in the land of Ooh who feed on intelligent brainwaves. Hmm. This is why they are commonly found in the pockets of doctors and scientists such as Princess Bubblegum and Dr. Princess. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, very cool. All in all, a fantastic season. I'm really looking forward to season five. It might just be the best overall. Only problem is that I it might take forever to get through it being 52 episodes long. We're going to do it, man. Yeah. It's happening. I think we needed to brace ourselves for it, <laughs> but also, we're ready. thank you, Hunter. Yes. Like, huge thank you for putting such a thoughtful email together, ranking all the episodes, really thinking about this, and then capturing each of those in different character, uh, in different categories. Um, so lovely. Yeah. All right. So we have a couple five-star reviews. Honeymoon binge-worthy. So this comes from Megan the Mermaid. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast on your honeymoon. Uh, Megan the Mermaid said, we are binging our podcast on our honeymoon road trip to help us prepare for our Halloween roles of Finn and PB. Oh, yeah. Halloween is tomorrow in my timeline. Love the pod. Y'all are fun. And I'll definitely continue listening long after the honeymoon is over. Heart emoji. Thanks so much. We watch the show all the time and didn't know about the snail. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for writing into us. Yeah. Thanks for the review. I hope your Halloween is awesome and your honeymoon. Uh, by the way, uh, we haven't recorded since before Halloween. Oh, my goodness. We had the best Halloween of my adult life. It was awesome. It was amazing. Uh, by the way, Halloween is my favorite holiday by far. Yep. And Amy made sure I had the best Halloween ever. It was so cool. Yep. It was really great. We decorated the whole house on the outside. We like had like craziness. It was awesome yep. throwing up pumpkin it was great it was lovely this is the first time i ever handed out candy yeah really first time ever oh my god I, I really actually dreaded the day i was gonna be old enough to hand out candy but it was a blast like yeah. seeing all the costumes oh my god people react to like our halloween decorations in the yard it was so much fun yeah it was really really cute and the kids were great we were a full-size candy bar house this year. Oh, yeah. Which is like a huge like huge i think like adult achievement when you can be a full-size candy bar household yeah and like i mean there's only just the two of us so i feel like we have some privilege there but um i want to acknowledge that but like it's just i don't even know like i love watching little kids come up in halloween in their costumes it just fills my heart with so much joy that's right kids you want full-size candy bars you tell your parents to bring you trick-or-treating in shelton washington (laughs) (laughs) middle of nowhere So the next five-star review is from Violet. Won't say my last name. And the Ah, title is... What? I love it. 
Uh, and the title is Violet, no last name. This is, I think this is the second five-star review we've gotten from Violet. I'm on team rubric. Yes! Violet! No rubric! One of us! (laughs) One of us! One of us! So I read this one, by the way. I'll I'll say after after the message. They say, anyway, I love your podcast so much, and I hate having to wait for a new episode to come out. I started this podcast from the beginning for fun, so I also started Adventure Time from the beginning for like the 1,000th time. Bye! I love listening to you guys. Um, um, love Smiley emoji. with love emoji, heart, um, heart, hearts around, floating around. Yes. So, okay. Um, I know we've had some people that are team rubric and some that are not team rubric, and I've made up my mind. Yes. I'm going to write a rubric. Oh, you are? That's going to start from episode one of season five. Okay. I'll allow like it. it. <laughs> Did you say I-, I warned you? I said I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I will write a rubric for my grading of your predictions. Okay. I would expect you to post it on the social medias as well. Fine. Thank you, everyone who voted for Team Rubric. I just appreciate it. I want to thank my fans, my listeners, everybody who helped us get to this point. Um, I think it was lovely. And here's to you. Um, there's, for, there's forever now a Team Matt and a Team Amy. <laughs> <laughs> We actually do have a ton more listener feedback since our last episode was released, and we're going to read it over the next episode since this one's already running a little long. Yeah. So we have lots of uh, emails. Thank you for everyone. We have some voicemails that we're going to play on there. We promise we will play them. It is important to us that you um, have your voices heard. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Oh, my goodness. Matt? Yeah. We did it. Hey, we did it. I'm so proud of us for doing this. We did the things. We did. We're Let's, so great. We're going we're gonna to watch more cheer on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> cheer? Oh, cheer. Okay. So when you said that, I thought you meant cheers. No. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like the 80s sitcom. <laughs> like, yes. I was like, what? No, that, thank you. Why was. The, you can understand why I was surprised. Okay. Jeez, why you gotta why you gotta harass me like I was hoping that? Hopefully, we watch Freddy versus Jason. Well, you know we all can't be winners. <laughs> now you watch one slasher movie with me today. Thank you for that. Yep, yep. So you've made it through another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure <laughs> Time podcast. What? We've survived another episode. Uh, yes, that is true. And we absolutely adore you guys. You're lovely and wonderful. We can't wait to get into episode or excuse me, season five. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at ohmygodpodcast at gmail.com. You can rate and review us on wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, whatever. Leave us a voicemail at 216-260-GLOB or for phones that don't have letters, that's 216-260-4562. It's uh, a free call. We're not going to track your number or anything. Leave us a voicemail. Or you can go on anchor.fm and leave a recording. Yeah. You can also catch us on all of the social medias that we are not very good at following and doing things with, but we're trying to do better, whatevs, on Insta, Twitter, and, fe- and Facebook, at oh My Glob Podcast. Anything else, Matt? You can send us an email at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. Did you already say that? I did say that one. My bad. All right. Where can people find you? On oh My Glob Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm trying to get another podcast in the works right now. Again. You can listen to Atomic Turtle Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Or a modern horror show. Or modern horror show. That that podcast is done, but there's some great episodes out there. Yeah. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. <laughs>